0: Hello everybody, welcome to the talk show. This is the talk show. This is you, me, them, everybody. We are in the Whistler. Give yourselves a round of applause. You're all beautiful people. All of the gentlemen in this establishment have one thing in common. Look to your left, look to your right. One of these two people will not graduate with you. That's the first thing they made us do in high school. What a shitty lesson. But no, look around this bar, ladies and gentlemen. The men in here have common sense. What is that thing? What is that nugget? What is that one fashion sensibility that they all recognize and respect? Ladies and gentlemen, that is sleeves. No one in this establishment is wearing a tank top, also known as a wife beater. There is nothing wrong with wearing a wife beater. I wanted to wear a tank top. I will no longer refer to this fine piece of cloth as a wife beater. I am not Eminem. He's a fan of the tank. And tankinis, it's a type of bathing suit you could buy at Old Navy. They have the cheapest labor. (laughs) I enjoyed that too, friend. I wanted to buy tank tops. I went on vacation. I went to northern Michigan this week. You know what's in northern Michigan? Nothing. There's just crosses and anti-abortion signs. If there's one place where it's appropriate to wear a tank top, it's in northern Michigan. I wanted to go to a Target, to a Marshalls, to a store of this establishment, the kind of store you'd find in northern Michigan. They are quite common. They sell them in packs of four. I was about to purchase my pack of four Hanes black tank tops, but I was laughed at by my fiance, so I put them back and glared at her angrily. She told me a month in advance, it's okay for you to wear the tank top if no one is around, and I agree wholeheartedly. A tank top in my type of body is not appropriate for the common world. Maybe. I have a farmer's tan. I do not have guns. They're more of bowie knives. They could somewhat do harm, but it's mostly because of digital tools that I have in my hands. I can't wear the tank top. But I can wear the Hawaiian shirt, and God damn it, I want to wear the Hawaiian shirt. The Hawaiian shirt is on the other end of the spectrum. The Hawaiian shirt is more than appropriate. The Hawaiian shirt says everything you need to know about that person. The only thing you need to know about that person is it's going to be a fun time. I don't care if you're a 50-year-old fat dad, and let's be honest, if you're a 50-year-old dad and wearing a Hawaiian shirt, you are overweight, and you probably have type 2 diabetes. Don't cheer for diabetes, ladies and gentlemen, especially the man in the Undertaker hipster shirt. <laughs> Local humor, podcast listener. Oh, yeah, this is being recorded, so hence the word podcast. The word. The phrase podcast listener. That's what gets people quiet, the word podcast. <laughs> oh, you're all delightful. No, I want to wear the Hawaiian shirt and the tank top. One is for the day, one is for the evening. One says I like Kid Rock, one says I like Jimmy Buffett. I don't really like either, but I want to be the guy that likes those things. Those people are much happier than me. They are not neurotic. They're just having a good fucking time. And these are the few people, the few people, no, the many people that vote Republican. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to vote Republican. I want to be the first Republican voter that has ever been on stage at the Whistler, and I think I'm going to be able to do that because they do serve Lone Star here, and that is, my, that is a gateway drug to voting Republican. There's nothing wrong with Republicans. There's nothing. Really? Okay, I don't care. There's nothing wrong with Republicans. There's nothing wrong with Democrats, but there is something wrong with me. Sooner or later, I will be wearing a tank top. Sooner or later, I will be wearing a Hawaiian shirt, and I will buy all of you drinks, but that is not tonight. Tonight, instead, we have a fantastic talk show. We have Sean Parnell. We have Danny Kels. We have Steinomite and we have a special treat with Orca team. Jeremy Tromberg's on piano. Esmeralda's the co-host. Jeremy, take it away. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I'm budding in to let you know that I write a weekly column for this website called Brightest Young Things. The name of the column is called Behind the Desk, and it's pretty much whatever is applicable to this talk show or talk shows in general, things that I find fascinating. It goes up once a week at brightestyoungthings.com, and you can find every column at youmethemeverybody.com. So if you haven't been to the website in a while, that's an excuse to go. Once again, it's called Behind the Desk. It's a weekly column I write, and I'd really appreciate it if you uh, gave it a glance, thanks for listening and back to the show. Merle, how are you? I'm good. Am I talking too fast?
1: I don't think so. I want to I want to know, you went to Michigan, did you buy cherries? Is it cherry I did not, season? I
0: did not buy cherries, but I did buy uh, custom jerky. When I say custom jerky, I mean it is not FDA approved. It's got fat and gristle and bones and bullets in the jerky. It's delicious. Did
1: they make it for you?
0: No, no. They just glared at me.
1: Then it's not custom.
0: Okay. We've already started off with a great <laughs> point about custom jerky.
1: Also, your uh, Hawaiian shirts, are they Tommy Bahama?
0: Not Tommy Bahama. is sold at Macy's. I do not want a fancy Hawaiian shirt. If you're going to buy a Hawaiian shirt, you should actually buy the cheapest. I want to buy Hawaiian shirts at flea markets, preferably Swap-O-Rama.
1: But those are probably good quality. I don't want a good Hawaiian quality shirts.
0: Hawaiian shirt. This is not a cloth that you need to last for many a season.
1: No, it This does. is a one and
0: done no, it's type not. of shirt.
1: My I dad want... has has one who I have seen in multiple pictures even before my birth wearing this shirt.
0: What color is it? It's
1: black and uh, hot pink. It's got like uh, like palm trees that are hot pink.
0: Your dad's yeah. cool. Your dad is a big fan of cocaine. He
1: also, he also wears a lime green uh, tank top. Really? Yeah, with does shorts.
0: Your, does your dad have back hair? No. See, that's the He's thing. He's smooth
1: I, as a seal. I'm not
0: that smooth, and that's the problem.
1: No, 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 but he does have a big gut, and his nipples aren't covered when he wears the tank top. It's one of those with the big Whoa. armpits.
0: That's brilliant. Yeah,
1: he loves wearing that out. Wow. Sandals. Does your dad End take short. any
0: shit from anyone? No.
1: That's the best. I got to be has type 2 diabetes. Does he have type 2 diabetes? He's essentially what you want to be. The
0: circle has been completed. <laughs> Merle, we do we do news stories on the show. Merle, what are our news stories for the evening?
1: Uh, well, my favorite is. This is this is for you this because is for... you are engaged and you're going to get married. He's taken, ladies.
0: What are He's... you doing that for?
1: Because you know what? Because Do you know the uh... difference
0: between men and women?
1: Well, no, 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 I'm thinking like old time, um, like say when the Beatles performed on Ed Sullivan that's, and they were put is the exactly bottom. exactly like that. That's what I was thinking I'm completely. like John Lennon
0: because I beat women.
1: Yeah. No, you don't.
0: I want to be no. like John Lennon <laughs> and cheat on my lovely wife and then beat a woman.
1: Okay. I don't and then like have arm. a coke
0: period in the 70s with Elton John. That's that my ideal. probably fun though. It is fun. That's why I want to
1: do it. Ellen John got a baby now he's not going to do it. What's so uh, there's a couple in Pennsylvania who shoplifted food. Okay. So they okay. shoplifted $1000 worth of food and they claim it was for their wedding reception. They were going to feed nice. the, Well no my question is was it items to make food or it was it just pre-made stuff?
0: That's a great question.
1: Were they going to put it cuz I actually think that's quite nice. They're going to put in the effort and make some homemade food. Yeah. Or are you just going to buy the cold-ass slices of pizza that are sitting under the hot How lamp? much... F- uh, w- or pre- the chicken wings.
0: How much preheated chicken wings and pizza would it take to ring up $1,000 I at don't know. Safeways and, and those, the
1: thing is, they just kind of walked out with it. Okay. And I'm wondering, didn't they have those carts where the locks just... Ooh, but the cart
0: with the lock really only work in the lot. That's, that's true. That's an outside item. And then
1: you just pick it up and then carry it away. Yeah, when you go
0: to your wedding. That's, that's what I always think. That's... <laughs> Yep, that's the common thing that everyone knows when you steal from grocery stores, take $1,000 worth of stuff, and then get married. Or, or you or know what? Since they're stealing it,
1: Cornish hens. Why not just Let's steak? get nice. Why
0: not shrimp and steak? Surf and turf wedding. Because
1: those aren't at the ready-to-eat section at Jewel. Why do they have to be ready to eat?
0: You've never done <laughs> wedding planning. It's obvious.
1: <laughs> because if you're going to steal that much food, it's going to be a lot of cooking.
0: I just think it was like a, a lot of expensive cheeses.
1: Oh, yeah. What if they just bought one big just wheel one of cheese? Wheel. Yeah, they yeah. just stole that.
0: They thought it was a promotional item and with ran with it. Next story.
1: So I'm unemployed.
0: You're fun employed.
1: I'm on, yes, I'm on fun employment right now. Uh, I saw this story and I thought, oh, maybe I could do it. Uh, Saturday Night Live pays freelancers $100 per joke.
0: Okay, I
1: can't do that, but I just thought, hey, maybe I can make up some dumbass joke for uh, that guy who looks like Jimmy Fallon to read. Seth Meyers. (laughs) Yeah, that guy.
0: Okay, fantastic. Is that the only reason you just wanted to do a shitty SNL joke about SNL?
1: No, I just thought, wow, that's a lot of money for just a little one-liner. They're hard to get. You know how many people submit? That is true. And but the thing is, I need to. You got to get on a fax list. Yeah, I like they still have faxes.
0: Faxes are very important for live television. Well, one, I don't
1: have a fax machine, so I'm out.
0: Yeah, well, you're not going to get on a fun employment either. <laughs> or the list. Maybe they have those at grocery stores.
1: The fax machine, they yeah. do. See, ten cents a thing.
0: No, 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 no. The machines, you got to see. You're thinking small. You got to steal the fax machine. Oh, steal a fax
1: machine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got gotcha. you. I just, it's, I don't know. I would think they would use their cavalry of writers. Jokes are, are hard at to SML. come up with.
0: I don't know. Is this a new thing? I thought they've always done this.
1: Um, I think it's just, it's now out because people didn't know how much they were getting paid.
0: It's not that much. A hundred? It's not that much. To write something? It's not that much. To
1: write a few, a sentence? No. it's A st- statement?
0: All right, next story.
1: <laughs> so everybody uh, remembers Sinead O'Connor, right, folks? Sinead Anthony Kiedis'
0: former fiance, Sinead O'Connor.
1: The 90s are back, right? Everyone knows. Everyone's wearing... Day Glow outfits here, so. like
0: your dad. <laughs> like my dad.
1: I actually tweeted once when he was wearing that and I said my dad is a fucking hipster. Yeah. Because he's wearing a like a neon green t-shirt and wayfarers.
0: Don't make fun of them. Those are he's comfortable. Cool. He is literally cool. He should
1: hang out here. He'd when be your the nipples aren't ever. covered,
0: you're very cool. Ladies.
1: But uh, no, so Sinead O'Connor has a blog on her Good. website, sinead <laughs> no apostrophe okay or another apo- she's got two in her name she's a very important lady there's one above the N and not, in the O
0: that's not an apostrophe
1: uh, a thing a I don't know what it's called a motorhead type
0: thing okay continue
1: but she wrote that she's desperate for sex she's uh, she saw some, she heard some story about some woman humping trucks here in the US yes When you she has like a an fetish. Objects. Yes. Yeah, she had a fetish she's scared to be that way so she wrote on her blog, she has a whole list of things that she wants from a man. Continue. I like and some of them are just they're not. Nice. It's like, "Oh, doesn't everybody want that?" What are they? Uh must have a job. Okay. Like his mother? Okay. Uh what else? Oh, no younger than 44 she's up there. Okay. She doesn't she's not a cougar. Okay. I also <laughs> No hair gel, no hair dryer, no hair gel, no hair dye, no aftershave. Has to have uh, his own place. Okay. Let's see. Uh, he she likes a hairy man.
0: You know she didn't say single.
1: Well, I mean that's implied, right?
0: No, it's not implied. She wants to have sex with every Midwestern dad.
1: Well, no, she wants like she wants a relationship.
0: I thought you just wanted to fuck.
1: Although I think the last picture I saw of her, not so good.
0: Not so good? Don't, Sinead's not aging well?
1: Don't go off. It's not even that she's not aging well. She's just fat. Oh. But like, you can, it's like, you've let yourself go. Oh, no. Not and Sinead. She, I think she doesn't what the do the going? bald head, but she does like the uh, very short hair. Yeah. It makes her head look like a bowling ball. Oh, man. It's not good. So
0: Sinead needs fashion tips and dick. She
1: <laughs> That should be a show. Oh, that is a show. Let's option that on TLC. Fashion
0: tips and dicks.
1: We could do a whole thing.
0: Call it FTD.
1: And that's how I'd make my money. That's
0: our sponsor, by the way, for fashion tips and dicks.
1: Fantastic.
0: <laughs> Last story.
1: Baby fever. Do ba- you have it, Brandon?
0: No, I don't have baby fever. Good.
1: I don't want to buy I'm in you a any bar baby on a presents. Sunday
0: night. I hope no one in here has baby fever.
1: Well, you can. You can wrap that baby up. In one of those sashes? Have you seen people do that? No. They, you know, they... Oh, um, yeah, yeah, the,
0: the baby Bjorn type of thing, but it's like a sling.
1: But it's literally, it just looks like a, a, a long cloth that you just wrapped around yourself yeah. and you shove the baby in there and then tie a knot on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: that's how you carry babies now.
1: I mean, I'm not one for babies, but...
0: We've noticed.
1: That knot...
0: You like that knot? I don't
1: think that knot could hold a baby very well.
0: Were you a Girl Scout? No, that's the problem. I'm
1: just I'm worried about that baby just pock, if you have a badge street.
0: that says you know how to tie a baby up, you're fine.
1: Is is that I'm the very caution? Good at tying baby caution, stuff. please know how to tie knots. No, or your tie baby's babies. gonna fall into the into the road. Yeah, roll down the street. Anything else about so this? No. Story? So anyway, baby fever. They they did a study, of okay. course, that not just ladies like babies, men want babies too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, why is that shocking to you? No, well,
1: no, it's just they did a goddamn study. And the people in the article just freaked me out because they would have quotes in here, such as uh, this one woman, she's 35, and she says, I've wanted to have a baby for about five years since I turned 30. I have to force myself to not stare at strangers' children when I'm out. Why doesn't she just adopt? She's going to steal a baby. Yeah, that's kind of That's like all that is. She's going to take someone's baby, and then they're going to make her story into a Law and Order SVU episode. She should just
0: get the babies that make the Old Navy clothing. What? Babies make Old Navy.
1: They do. But no, but those are toddlers. <laughs> Fine, get they're a toddler. They're not babies. Babies don't should have Should we them. bring up
0: our first guest? This <laughs> is going on far too long. That was good, Jeremy. That was good. He's the author of Historic Bars of Chicago. He's the the guy behind the Chicago Bar Project. Please put your hands together, everybody, for Sean Parnell, everybody. Sean Parnell. Play him on, buddy. Thank you, Jeremy. Sean, how are you?
2: I'm good. Oy. I just hit <laughs>
0: you in the face with a microphone.
2: I'm slightly less good, but
0: okay. quite good. You are you just uh, put out historic bars of Chicago. You're the guy behind the Chicago bar
2: project? That is I. Why aren't you fatter? <laughs> You're not crazy overweight. What's yeah. the deal? Don't Cause you I keep, have kind of a rap, you know, going around right here? You have a mid-Western yeah,
0: What made you want to go to every bar in Chicago? Uh, alcohol? Do you have any DUIs? No. How did you avoid that? taxis. Do you drive? Yes. Did you drive here tonight? I did. Oh, how many oh, have you had? Two. But they're past. Yeah. Well, yeah, so you're fine. It's like uh, water. So far, yeah. What's your preferred drink of choice?
2: Uh, usually beer. Bit what of, wine. Kind of beer? Uh, usually like craft brews, especially some of the local beers, like Half Acre. Where's the best place to get craft beer in Chicago? Uh, that's a good question. Well, Considering we're in Logan Square, Revolution Brewing is an excellent place to go.
0: What do you think about Revolution? For those of you that don't know, Revolution has been opening forever. They got some TIFF money, and they finally opened about, what, 18 months ago? Yeah. And they're a brewery-slash-restaurant, and it's very, very good. And do they bottle beer, or is it just uh, growlers right now?
2: I'm not sure if they're bottling their own beer, but... But they, they make their own beer. Yeah, they've and got a great quite selection. it's fantastic.
0: It's part of this new
2: trend. Yeah. Oh, uh, is this good or bad for bars? I think it's fantastic because, uh, you know, they're stimulating the interest in good quality beer.
0: What's your favorite beer at Revolution?
2: At Revolution? What uh, would I'm you recommend? Sure. I don't remember the names of it, but they've got a good stout over there. Fair enough. Uh, besides
0: Logan Square, what are some interesting neighborhoods to drink in? I know... If you're a local, you're end up going to end up
2: in your neighborhood, but is there any overlooked neighborhoods? Well, one that's kind of similar to Logan Square is Avondale. Okay. Yeah, and there's uh, some great places to, to drink and eat there, like Kuma's Corner, of yeah. course, is you know, great. And, of course, you know, food-wise, um, Hot dogs is not too far away. Yeah. So Avondale is a place that you don't really hear talked about, but there's some great places moving in, just like here in Logan Square. Is the smoking ban good or bad for bars? It's actually turned out to be pretty good. Except for a couple of dive bars that don't serve food or not. But it's really brought out more women after work. There are more women at bars now. That is true. So that's always a good thing. I used to work at the
0: smokiest bar in Chicago, the Hungry Brain. Uh, I've noticed the difference.
2: I don't know (laughs) if it's good or bad, but it's a very big difference. Uh, Where do you live? I live in Wrigleyville. What's your neighborhood bar? Neighborhood bar is... Mystic Celt is probably the place to go to most often. Are you happy with the transition that Wrigleyville has undergone? It's quite different than it was even 10 years ago. I live uh, right by the Southport Corridor, which is arguably Wrigleyville, so that's a place I love. But Wrigleyville is a place that, you know, in measured doses only these days, unless it's off-season for the Cubs. What does it take for you to leave the area to go to a bar on the south side? Uh, Not much. Just somebody to go with. Fair enough. How often are you out? Uh, these days, well, I've got, a, I've got the baby fever, so I've got a, about a two-year-old at home. And so a little less often. Yeah,
0: well, it's toddler, happened, toddler and toddler fever.
1: Uh, you broke the fever.
0: You've been doing this much longer than you've uh, had a baby. That's right, yeah. When did this begin? Not the book, but the bar project.
2: Well, the bar project started in 2000. Okay. So my brother bought me a domain for my birthday. You know, kind of a modern birthday present, you know, circa 1999. And I didn't know what to do with it. Because okay. This was before blogging and podcasts. So I thought, what am I going to put on a website that other people are going to want to see? So I was checking out some bars and was on Metro Mix. And it's like, who writes this stuff? You know, certainly not anybody who goes to these bars regularly. Yeah. Somebody should write about these places that really know them, you know, like an insider. So I tried my hand at writing some bar reviews, kind of left it alone for a while was unemployed (laughs) for a time, and uh, then the bar project really came to fruition. Okay. Uh, So
1: how historic... It's historic bars of Chicago. How historic do the bars have to be? Like, do you have some sort of checklist or... Because, I mean, there's a lot of dive bars that I've... Or just bars that I've seen, and it's like, okay, they've probably been open forever, but I don't want to go in there.
2: Right, yeah. So, well, the first criteria is it's got to be old. But... For some in the book, oldest of their type. Like the oldest dive bar, the oldest club, you know, the oldest jazz bar, blues club, etc. They're all in there. Uh, But also they've got to have a great story. You know, something interesting that's going to fill up a page. So, you know, famous clientele or, you know, it's haunted or some kind of gangster tie-in or just something completely unique about the place. And so you'll find places like around here, like Beachwood Inn is in there. Just because it's a unique type of place... One of the few of its kind, and that's lasted so long. So it's got to have a really good story, in addition to being old. Because there's a lot of old bars in the book that, you know, just didn't make it. Like Bob In, which is Logan Square. Yeah. Didn't quite make it. Just not enough is known about its history. That could change in the future. You know, we yeah. learn some things. People send us stories, but you know, they've got to have something really interesting about it, and and something interesting too for both. Locals as well as people coming to Chicago. Okay. You know, so a lot of people are like, oh, I've been there, I've been there. You know, this kind of a contest to see how many people, yeah. you know, how many bars they've been to. They're like, oh, I didn't know that about Nisei Lounge or, oh, you know, Vernon Park yeah, Tap. I didn't know that, uh, you know, Nelson Algren hung out there before Sox Games. Well, I do like the trivia aspect of the bars. Yeah. Like,
0: that's a very neat part, but it's very, very hyper local. And I think that's kind of why I like it.
2: Um, what is the one bar you miss? Oh. Well, you know, thinking about kind of near here, I really miss the Artful Dodger. Okay. Uh, that was a great place. I miss, uh, actually, I, I don't have a Hawaiian shirt, but I have palms on the you shirt. You do have palms on your yes. shirt? Yes. And uh, we'll try to go to Trader Vic's, the second coming of it last night, Where's only the second to find coming closed. Of it closed. It's in the Viagra Triangle. What? Yeah, so it shut uh, But that recently ago. closed, right? Recently closed, yeah. Why did you uh, like that bar? Uh, You know, just sometimes in the mood for tiki. Fair enough. And Halakahiki has become some strange Eastern European uh, hangout that's overly crowded. Okay. (laughs) Although they're in the book. I got drunk
0: there underage quite a bit. They're very good with serving minors at Trader Vic's. Well,
2: (laughs) that's a good thing, kind of. Um, What's your go-to cocktail? Uh, Let's see. Well, I'm... I'm a single malt scotch guy. Okay. So not, not a big cocktail guy, but you know. Delilah's then, I'm sure. Yeah, Delilah's good. Uh, Sable, Duke of Perth. Um, also, the new place that just opened up, Montrose Damon, Fountainhead. Okay. Yeah, that's a great place to be. What is
0: the one type of bar that's lacking in Chicago?
2: That's a good tiki bar. A good tiki bar, really. <laughs> Sorry to be stuck on that theme, but Trader Biggs. No, that's fair. Has left a void.
0: Is there anywhere that's underserved? Like any neighborhood that is
2: actually lacking bars, like a Hyde Park or something? Well, Hyde Park is definitely one. Um, strangely, Streeterville kind of really? lacks some good bars. I was down there last night, and D Four is a good bar, but then you've got—I um, forget the sports bar down there—but it's just a surprising lack of like good pubs. Okay. You know, in that area. Okay, There's that's a lot of fair. Other things like in River North, which is very close by.
0: Yeah. All right, we're going to wrap this interview with a question from the Kids Book. I'm sorry. No, The Book of Questions Love and Sex. We've already gone through the Kids Book of Questions. Same author. It's fucking awful. So I need you to pick a number between 13 and 228.
2: <laughs> Let's go 83.
0: 83. Why 83?
2: That's uh, a number that sticks in my mind.
0: Fair enough. 83. Have you ever had a lover you wanted to break up with but kept as a friend or perhaps as a casual sexual partner?
2: Well, there was a girl that I dated for far too long. It became a friendship and finally had to pull the plug on that one. So, yeah, What was,
0: took so long?
2: Uh, good question. It just sameness, routine. I'm guessing it's because you're
0: a very polite man and didn't want to like make it awkward.
2: Yeah. Were you
1: living together? That's part of it. What's that? Were you living together?
2: No, but <laughs> she actually lived in the same building downstairs, which became a bit of an issue later.
1: I, yeah, I would be with you and not break up because you could find dead animals on your doorstep. Yes. <laughs>
2: on that note, where can people find your book? They can find it at uh, shybarproject.com. shybarproject.com. Anywhere else? Uh, you can find it on Amazon.com. Where do you get you can more only get money? The autographed version
0: on Shybar Project. Where do you get more money? Shy Bar or Amazon? Yeah, that's my website, Chicago Bar Project. Go to Shy Bar Project, ladies and gentlemen. Please put your hands together for Sean Parnell, Jeremy. Thank you.
3: You, Me, Them, Everybody wants to thank you for listening and also for subscribing to us on iTunes. We can always use the extra support, though, so why don't you say something nice about us on iTunes? Go ahead. Give us a five-star rating. This type of thing helps us out a lot and doesn't cost you a dime. Thanks again for listening, and now back to the show.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Danny Callis, everybody. Danny Callis!
4: Yeah, we got it. uh, It's going good. Hey, round of applause for yourselves for coming out. (laughs) I'll just tell these people listening on the podcast, I love you guys. (laughs) Just got to try to draw a little attention. Attention. When you do stand up thousands upon thousands of times, you kind of know that people are talking when you're trying to talk, and it kind of... Messes with your head a little bit. How is everybody at the slur? (laughs) All right, good to see you guys here tonight. I'm going to make sure I got something in common with you folks. How many people live in Logan Square? All right, I I do not have that common with you. All right. How many people do not believe in God? All right, I thought they get that on board. All right, that's me too. How many people uh, cry over their fathers leaving them at seven years old? Or younger? All right, I thought that'd get some of you people on board. I, I'm not, I don't have that in common with you. I love my father. How many people ride a bicycle made during the Eisenhower administration? All right, there we go, right there, this fucking jag off. How are you, sir? Oh, I finally got your attention, all right. And then you give me your finger. All right, thank you, sir. Nothing like trying to get attention and I get a few people quiet down and the, the, the bartender makes a shake that sounds like Hurricane Irene. Come on, I'm doing fucking topical references up here. What are we doing? So now that we got that out of the way, and I have at least one other person's attention, I got to tell you guys a really nice story. Has anybody ever ever walked here? Anybody ever put one foot in front of the other foot? Put your dirty fucking non-washed hands because you don't believe in soap together. Let me hear you, you hipster pieces of shit. I took the bus over here. I'm walking down Fullerton Avenue, just about to get to Milwaukee, and the homeless guy hanging over there goes, hey, brother, hey, brother, let me get a dollar. And I go, dude, I would give you a dollar, but I don't have a job. His response, I kid you not, goes, hey, dude, maybe you should think about getting a job. <laughs> I was like, dude, you can't say that, stuff like that to me, you asked me for money. I don't have a job, you're begging people for money. And on top of it, you have shit-stained underpants. (laughs) He turns, he goes, joke's on you, motherfucker. I'm not wearing any underpants. (laughs) And that's my tail. And it was not tall. That was the truth. Do you have any idea if it was ten years ago and you were in Logan Square how much the Puerto Ricans would hate all you motherfuckers? (laughs) Every single one of you. Now, you, you're speaking in Spanish, obviously, so, but you come across as kind of a gay gentleman. I mean, if I was a guest, do you have any idea how much you're, you're, your Hispanic community hates you? I just want to make sure you know that. I, I, I'm not judging you. That's more about your race than your sexual orientation. How's everybody else doing? Beautiful girls here. Look at this one in a red dress, the one not paying attention at all. Yeah, Yeah, how you doing, girl? My favorite one was the one who wasn't paying attention at all with the tat right there. I see you, girl. She kind of looks like she's dressed as a bride, but she's going to no wedding. Yeah, it's just what I do. (laughs) Beautiful girls here in Logan's. girl. We got any single broads up in this bitch? We got what Did you hear how enthusiastically that girl applauded when I asked if she was single? Wow, holy cow. All right guys, you know where to go for the gangbang tonight. I just turned 30 years old. I'm 30. So are you. Nobody gives a fuck. Anyway, you know, I got to say, 20s and 30-year-old 30 30 girls, they don't even want boyfriends now. A lot of them want uh, friends with benefits, friends with benefits. I don't know if any of you girls are into this friends with benefits, but if you are, keep it up. We're not complaining. <laughs> friends with benefits. Maybe if we have somebody in here who's 40 and older, you don't know what friends with benefits is. Maybe it was called something else when you were growing up. Maybe like uh, my right-hand gal. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm going to take on my right-hand gal. We're going to go see a double feature, and we're going to get frisky. She's a groovy chick, this right-hand gal. That's my impression of anybody 40 and older. (laughs) Friends with Benefits, if you don't know, by definition, Friends with Benefits is a female you hang out with who once in a while lets you have sex with her. Friends with Benefits. Listen guys, you hang out with a girl once in a while let you stick your disgusting penis in her. That's not a friends with benefits. That's your best fucking friend. <laughs> and any hipsters in here. I don't have a disgusting penis. I wash my penis with organic soap. It's a great setup, that friends with benefits. You guys hang out? You laugh, and then you go back to your jalopy, and she sucks your dick. Sometimes she'll laugh while sucking your dick. But you let that slide, because that's not a normal person. That's your best fucking friend. And yes, 10 seconds ago, I did say the word jalopy. Why? Because I'm fucking hip. Think you're all fucking hip. You don't know the word jalopy. It's not a word for a shitty car. It was popular during the 1920s, amongst other terms, like uh, cat's meow and speakeasy, and uh, I keep my woman in line with my fist.
5: <laughs>
4: As my grandpa says "the good old days. You guys are looking fantastic tonight. You brought along... Uh, how you doing, sir? You look like you're very lonely. I'll get you late tonight. I'll help you out. I'm still working on that red shirt. How are you, miss? <laughs> you don't have any kids, do you? Oh, you don't? All right, thank God he never shot any human beings out of your twat. Oh, that's so fantastic. What do they call that mom's that like to have sex with MILF, right? MILF, mom I like to fornicate with? I'm trying to clean it up here. I tell you what, that term MILF gets overused. I'm hanging out with my friend the other day. And an 18-year-old girl walks by with a 2-year-old kid. And my friend yells out, Yo, Danny, check that girl out. That's a MILF. Well, he was right. She was good-looking. I would have had had sex with her. She wasn't a MILF. The term MILF came from the movie American Pie. It's because they had friends in there who was around their age. They had a friend around their their age whose mom was hot. That was the MILF. Different for everyone. It's somebody around around your age who's your friend who has a hot mom. That's a MILF. So an 18-year-old with a 2-year-old kid cannot be a milf because there's no two-year-olds that want to fuck her. <laughs> there's no two-year-old sitting in a, in a park across from a teeter-totter across from his friend like, hey, Tyler, Tyler, <laughs> check out my babysitter over there, Tyler. Mrs. Johnson, look at her, give me the eye, Ty-Ty. This is going to be the today, Tyler. I'm telling you, she has no idea what's coming to her. I don't know what she does. She changes my diapers. She knows exactly what's coming to her. Don't question me, Tyler. Don't fucking question me, Ty-Ty. You should be questioning why I'm two years old and have a bottle of beer in my hand. I was going to share some with you, but now I'm not. You little bitch.
5: That's
4: my impression of a two-year-old. Please, hold your applause. I don't want you to waste any money on fucking soap that you don't use. Oh man, i tell you what, I'll tell you one word. We're speaking of words like milk gets misused. There's one word that's misused repeatedly. I misuse it. Everybody here is guilty of it. Everybody in the world. That's the word ton. You wouldn't think we'd misuse it. it was, we learned it in, in kindergarten. The word ton, T O N, three letters, one syllable, misuse all the time. I saw this guy I hung out with in high school. I saw him a few days ago. I haven't seen him for 12 years. He lost a lot of weight. I walk up to him, I go, hey, buddy, you lost a lot of weight. How much weight did you lose? He goes, Danny, I don't want to brag, but I lost a ton of weight. Oh, really? You lost a ton of weight? A ton? A ton? A unit of measurement meaning 2,000 pounds? I don't know why you would not want to brag about that. You could be in one of them Guinness Book of World Record things. But like I said, guys, I'm guilty of misusing the word ton. Everybody here is guilty of misusing the word ton. But here's the thing. The word ton, it's the only unit of measurement that's caught on as as a generic term to mean a lot. And I want other units of measurement to catch on. Like, hey, Danny, you play sports? Do I play sports? Motherfucker, I play ounces of sports. (laughs) What about cars, man? You got cars? I don't mean to brag, man, but when it comes to cars, I got gallons. (laughs) Gallons. Don't you mean you have gallons? Uh, don't you mean you have uh, gallons of gas? No, dude. I got gallons of cars. I put my tons of gas into my gallons of cars, and then I drive to whorehouses and have kilometers of sex. I and mean, them whores have millimeters of fun, till I find out that milligrams of whores are really, are really milligrams of cops with acres of dick. And the cop's like, we're going to give you pints of fines. And I'm like, pints of fines? And the cop's like, fines, in the pints. I'm like, you can't give me pints of fines, copper. I got respect for cops. How much respect for cops? I got a lot of How much respect for cops I got? I'll tell you how much respect for cops I got. Hold on. I wrote it down. I got Kilderkens of respect for cops. And the cop's like, what in the fuck is a Kilderkin? It's like, I'll tell you what a Kilderkin is, copper. Hold on. A Kilderkin is, is a unit of measurement equal to a half a barrel. <laughs> or 18 gallons. But in this sense, it just means a lot. Copper. That's right, I called a Chicago police officer copper. And then right after that, I called them five other elements in the periodic table. I was like, listen up. Nickel. Don't talk to me like that, iron. You better watch your back, potassium. Hey, why don't you go to Dunkin' Donuts? Einsteinium. He didn't like that last one. I'm done telling jokes for right now. If you had any idea, all of you in here, even if you're listening, how much I hated <laughs> every single one of you, it would blow your fucking dork minds if you had any idea. I mean, like, seriously, like, if you, like you're going to be like, he probably hates me on a scale of 98 to 100. You'd be wrong. Probably hates me 99 to 100. Still wrong. It's got to be 100 to 100. You can't get higher than that. Well, you know what? In this sense, you can. I hate all of you so much. I want you to take your fucking hipster dork beards. By the way, I don't have a hipster beard. I just grew this on. I'm lazy. I don't have a razor. Take your hipster beard, stuff them up your fucking uptight assholes and then after you're done with that I want to shoot out your fucking herpes infected cock that your girlfriend doesn't mind because she already has herpes as well and then I want you to just come right out. Look at this guy gave me the finger. All right. All right. Yeah, I mean, do you have any idea how much I don't care that you gave me the finger? I mean like what you do? And that's obviously not your finger. You bought it at, like, a recyclable shop, you fucking dork. Look at what you, with your non-intentional Jew-fro. This guy walks around, walks into offices, let me get a business job, because I have a Jew-fro, even though my, na- my last name's Chromanamium. And that'll do it for me.
6: Debbie Callas, everybody!
0: Danny, I accidentally spilled your beer laughing. Have some vodka I found at home.
4: I don't, I don't drink hard alcohol, man. Thanks. I think I walked about 20 people. That's all right. Thanks. I don't, I, I, I'd say no big deal. They're, they walked them, they're leaving, they're going to hop in their car, but they don't want to ruin the environment so they don't have a car. Take care, buddy. I bet your bush is even bigger than your hair. (laughs) Well, come up on stage. I'll look at it, man. I'm not a homophobe. I mean, you claim not to be one because you're a hipster, but obviously you were right there, so... Oh, I walked 20 people. I am the ambassador for the Whistler Bar. How you doing? (laughs) Slur. Comedian... (laughs) Danny
0: has an album that's fantastic, number one on iTunes, Comedians You Should Know, self-titled debut. Danny, are you proud of your product?
4: Yeah, of course. Yeah. Good. <laughs> it's a good album. Yeah. Why should people buy it? Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for coming, sweetheart. Thank you. I hope you had a good time. Anybody else have a good time? <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, guys. I thought, you know, I put a little effort into it. I'd say I think my mother would be proud. I don't know what to do yeah yeah i'm pro- I'm proud of the album. you know why I like it so much because we're in Chicago, and I've lived here my whole life, and uh we have six comedians on here who are six of probably fifty comedians I love in Chicago. We have a great stand up scene and I'd, yeah. I'd appreciate if anybody was lo- listening to me tonight and did su- I'd love what I was doing, so please go on and support local. Chicago stand up comedy. And so thank you very much guys for Every Wednesday
0: out. night, they can find you guys?
4: Yeah, I'm at, actually Wednesday night we're at Timothy O'Toole's which is in downtown Chicago. I know it's kind of kind of strange to be at a a hipst non-hipster bar, but I <laughs> I gotta say, for a downtown Chicago bar, it's a pretty cool bar, and we got yeah. our own audience to come in, and everybody had our tools. I highly, a good highly, staff. highly recommend it. Com, especially it's if coming.
0: you've never been to a stand-up show, it's a great first show to go to because every single night, every time you guys go up, all the performers are very, very good. You do a really good job curating that show. You don't just put up anybody; you take your time and make sure every show is worth the five-dollar cover.
4: Well, thanks a lot, Brandon. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's uh, for everybody in the audience or everybody listening on the podcast. It's a it's a comedian-produced show, and uh, we started it four years ago, and our goal with uh, myself and comedian Junior stopka who started the Comedian Juschanel, we tried to put on the best stand-up show, period. So it is a uh, weekly stand-up show in downtown Chicago, and Comedian Juschanel produces a weekly stand-up show, and it's, it's a group of six local Chicago And they're comedians. all
0: different. They're not all the same type of humor, which makes it even more impressive.
4: Well, thanks, Brandon. Thanks a lot, man.
0: I was cleaning out my mother's apartment today, And I have a bunch of gifts. Uh, Sean, have my vodka that I had at 18 years old that I found today. It's uh, 10 years old. It was in a file cabinet. Uh, So enjoy that. That's for you, Sean. I found this Playboy from October 2006. This was actually uh, delivered monthly to the apartment around the corner at 2321 Sacramento. Uh, the guy's subscription just kept going, so this is for you. Enjoy that, Danny. Oh, well, thanks, man.
4: That's for you. Playboy supporting local, like I said. Hugh Hefner, 1950, Chicagoan, Steinmetz High School. I grew up a mile from this fuck. Hey his grandma, never his grandma. I don't know his grandma. His grandma died 150 years ago. Probably got a great dusty puss. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, Hugh Hefner went to the same high school as my grandmother, same high school as Hannibal Burris, I mean Hannibal Burris, Steinmetz High School. And uh, he was a senior when my grandma was a freshman, and she asked him out, or he asked her out. And my grandma was not allowed to go out with him. And to this day, I, I told my grandma the other day, you're a dumb cunt. You know what? My grandma said, that's not right. And then gave me a cupcake.
6: Aww.
4: Well, Danny.
0: You said you wanted to do six minutes. You did 23. (laughs) And now we are going to end this interview with a question from the book of questions, Love and Sex. I need you to pick a number between 13 and 228.
4: Eight. Okay. Thirteen. Oh. Through two twenty eight. I know you said. I said eighty eight, that's what I said. The mic cutouts. Okay. Get some better mics up in this motherfucker. Yeah, that's I said eighty (laughs) eight.
0: We could hear you, Junior. Junior (laughs) just told Danny to call me a faggot. (laughs) Eighty eight. What is the most planning and energy you have ever put into a romantic event? Was the
4: planning worth it, or might everything have gone as well without it? Honest to God story. Romantic event. Took this girl out in my van. He said, this beautiful van. 1988 Chevy Astro. Blue. Ladies, I'll mop the floor later because I could see you're all wet. I take her to McDonald's. We get ice cream cones. 49 cent ice cream cones. And she loved the balls for me to take her on a date to 49 cent ice cream cones. And I, and I, and I actually fucked her and her mother that night. In the van. While my grandma was watching. That's the night I called my grandma a cunt. And she just gave me a cupcake, like I said earlier. That's my callbacks. They're just they're not even they're not even callbacks, they're exact jokes of what I just said a minute ago. And she do the same exact joke and I go, No and they go, That wasn't a callback, that was the same joke. It's like well then maybe you should learn about comedy. Because listen, my comedy teacher Jay Harris told me that was a callback. And that was it. Danny Kells, ladies and thanks, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Take man. Howdy, y'all.
3: Do you like stand-up comedy? Yay-ho! At Comics and Villains, we've got more stand-up comedy than you can fuck a rattlesnake with. We've got so many stand-up comedians, we might have to start a zoo. Or Section 8 Housing. And Millens is every second Thursday of the month at the Luckin' Number Grill, 1931 North Milwaukee Avenue. Some of our past comedians include Mike Leibowitz, James Fritz, Santa Callis, Cameron Esposito, Bill Cruz, Colin Bull, Napoleon Bonaparte, Potter Bar Sisters, John May, Canada
6: Forrest, My Dick, and whiskey
3: Maggie and Sam North, Tupac Shakur, I'm Walker, Jeff Steinbrunner, Ray Stans, Ken Barney, Abraham Lincoln, Lauren Vino, Dr. Fingers, Marty DeRosa, Joe Kilgoyne, Chris Condren, and Junior Stopcutt. Well, drinks are only three bucks and strong enough to make your dick so. So come on down to Comics and Villains every second Thursday at eight PM at the Lucky Number Grill. Happy trails!
6: Incredible,
0: ladies and gentlemen, dynamite!
7: Ooh, thank you. Could I get lots of that up here? Everybody, come and dance right now or later when you feel like it. Good, this is good.
5: That's right.
4: (laughs) Hi. Woo.
7: and I'm might have seen me on the internet intercepting your boredom I'm and porting like vitamins. Relevance is everywhere. I see it in the movies, hear it in my wicked time. And rhymes are fat like a whale, and I blow them out my blowhole. Rap is all I know. Whole bunch of my raps snap harder than a shark attack. Cause I'm tight with my right hemisphere. Bringing fear and loathing to your clothing. Cause I'm the best dressed here. I'm smarter than a doctor, smarter than your mom. Hiding bombs in my flows, making your brains explode. I write tomes at home, cold cuts and provolone, alone. But I compose them more dangerous than. I'm Corleone. My brain is like a bladder taking words from creative kidneys just in time for release into the world. Yo, you read for later I'm like a giant gong when I take your rhymes on. Battling me's the lost cause. I'm trickier than Megatron. And I can dance. Like a robot jabbin' at 100 miles an hour When I rap on the phone In the shower, in the kitchen The stairwell, a farewell in rap sports Farewell in shorts Cause I'm leggy like a racehorse Bam, like a lawnmower in your bathroom Like a broom with laser beam bristles And I can whistle Any reason you don't think I'm the best yet? Listen, I can show you the world Through my whiskey vision I shine when I rhyme Words you never heard get rhymed Like Einstein, I might do science Killing crowds like the Mayans I annihilate the greatest rappers in the universe I arrive from space just before the Earth's birth. And because I'm really smart, like the folks on TV, I know lots of stuff, trust me, really, really smart. Smoke MCs like cigarettes, a pack a day at least, aggravate your senses, and I'm relentless just in case. Ooh. So far, so good. Watch me do this. So what else so you never know when i'm gonna jump out and rap could be in your bathroom rhyming about your shower cap give me a minute alone and all they're throwing you with my stats work my lads do some push-ups eat a sandwich and then rap I rap now, later, even in an elevator Rise to occasions while you stare at Playstations Go on vacations, look cool. at animals in the zoo Stare at stuff all you want, I'm about to conquer you Calamari rhymes with sorry, you're not the best at this I'm Squiddy, fry me up, get your daily nutrients. I'm bottom mental like a lentil Floating in your soup bowl, checking you like Interpol Exposing your loopholes, dynamite, get you in a headlock Put you in a snoop, I cook you up for the family Cause your rhymes are clammy, mine are tasty I base these MCs by twos and threes Other rap email me saying, stand on MY PLEASE!
5: OH no! Oh, no! <laughs> ah!
7: It's just cause they're intimidated. Thank you very much. True story. I'm in the trenches, throwing hex wrenches to enemies, barely seeing me, cause I'm shifty like a pedigree. Test me, I'm zesty of X creeps, laser beam and seams in my pants, stand circles round your flam taps. Crucial like Metamucil, sneaky like an earthquake Punch you in the abdomen, walk off with your roller skates Now you can barely breathe, when I'm about to leave I cleave your face with the vice made of ambulance lights Dwarf your idea of a bum rush Rhymes flow out me like a can of orange crust Try and test me, I'll flex like a driving test Impress your whole family, welcome Yeah, it's the rise of the sunset My shoes are cooler than a new Corvette I'm like a beta tester, freelance, animal eater, free range, chicken eating, freestyle, egg beater. Check the range of my skill set. I'm a skillet made of iron, I don't even iron my epaulettes. Dance like a tsunami, paper origami, making amulet omelets with onions for my relatives. Yeah, you feel it in your eyelids. Hear me saliva like a diver in the MC Olympics. Oops, lately, coming at you like the Haley Defenses are down, cause my lasers are lazy for breakfast. I wreck this. Untangle your Tetris game, lame stuff has never been the bestest. On the young and the restless, I'm going vestless Crime fighters can attest to this I only rap to impress this point to your eyeball My free for vibrating with your squishy fleshes Yo, these eyes are my new vest My shoes are cooler than a new Corvette Oh! Whoa, what's that over there? I'm about to rap again Yo, it's me, the universal soldier of freestyle Cyborgs erased my memory of textiles I'm in a new business trapping weaponry out my mouth I got contagious, gout-infested ideas about this and that Your home decor and groceries I'm grossly obtuse in my obstacle courses Horses can't even hear me, they fear me Cause I bring rhymes that are more powerful than a can of hammy Dodge rams ram me and I'm like Whatever Too silly to be sought out for serious endeavors Too clever to be caught Too drunk to do that shot Too busy rinsing the shrimps in my robot bar Everybody made a mad rush for the exit when I flexed it cause everything's bigger in my Lexus Texas to your best friends in Texas, I'm about to do some housekeeping cause I wrecked it Hey everybody at the bar, put your hands in the air! My shoes are cooler
6: than a new Corvette
7: As if you don't care! <laughs> oh yeah! Watch me do this! The guitar. Thank you. Thank you very much. I've enjoyed performing for you. This next one is a bit of a game To play the game, try paying attention and remembering What you hear will be a combination of things Including celebrity names If you can name all of the celebrity names And tell me the number of, of celebrity names in the song And how which ones they were
6: You will have done a great job
7: you don't know what it is. You got yourself in uh, 47s Every possible It's really crazy. It's dynamite's going right now. Okay, here's the plan, but you gotta listen closely. It's complicated, and I'm improvising it mostly. Put this in your hair if you want that Charlie Sheen. And do a shot of Jack Black, cause it's gonna get mean. We gotta get protection, and we will. Smith and Wesson. Police may try and sting us, and they cannot be confessing. If they catch us, they'll undress us. At Rodney's Dangerfield. Landmines and Sherman tanks. <laughs> Ethel Merman, Tom Hanks. Hanks you He nicks that bazooka, we should be okay. okay unless they try and Chevy chase us into a Nick cage. cage, then we'd be in muddy waters gotta find a better route, don't, don't worry about Tommy, about he'll figure it out check it out, yo, Tom Cruise left on Belden, you'll see me at the corner I'm at Damon and Nelson. boy George is late, yo, you seen Kate Holmes? those two had better hustle, Kurt Russell, Russell Tom, Tom Jones, Jones. Bilbo's begging us some baguettes and tagless shirts, short skirts for tennis hopper's got us a hearse, listen up, cause I'm only gonna say this twice I like, I like vanilla, vanilla ice cream, I'm a Condoleezza Rice. Stay together, Christopher. Walk in there and lock Gotta make it through the night. Shyamalan, quit talking. Blah, 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 ja, ja, don't give or us Who's got 50 cents? I gotta call Chuck Norris. Very important. In, damn it, we gotta stay together Stevie wonders how much ammo they've got behind the leather We could rip torn up leather together and make a tether I know Michael Kane hold oh, that rope forever Penelope, who's the avenues? Tell me what you see If you have a rom-fest, I'm the MC Hammer that shit down, don't let it fly around They're watching us, yo Pete, did he say he was serious? serious man. Damn, we gotta jet leave, Frederick handle the candle Use Bob's cigarette, I'm not saying we're done for But I don't wanna bury more of my friends, alright? in O'Brien, O'Brien, late, late night.
6: night. It's so dangerous to do all the crazy stuff that I do. That we do. We can
7: run and shoot and stuff, but I just made all these ice cubes, ice tea with you. Yo, what did Catherine's and Joan? She's really upset. We're nearly home free. And we don't want Joe to shit. If you know the scoop dog, now's the time to spill it. Don't make me kill you hard like Bruce Willis. Put moss on your sleeve, Kate Moss, so I can spot you. Try and blend in. Cause we're quite a Molly crew. Drew, carry this bag. It's got everything we need. Don't forget to lock up. You can use Alicia's keys. TV uh-huh. and Jams, Sam'a hijack some spam. Kevin, get some bacon. Let's talk about the plan. I'm in a van, hail on the cab, Callaway County down Taxi. Down. Tigers in the woods, They're Pace this gets nasty, don't get a flat Tyra, banks around the corner we just need enough cash to get beyond law and order oh shit, there they are hide behind Mother Brando, Lando call
5: get a big guy
7: thank you very much I'm Mike. Good night. Good
0: night. Where can people find Stynomite?
7: StynomiteRaps.com, Facebook.com slash Stynomite Raps.
0: everybody! Orca team is coming up. We're going to set them up. Don't leave the whistlers. Fantastic. Goddamn, I love Danny Callis.
3: Okay. Hey, thanks for listening to You, Me, Them, Everybody. It would be awfully kind of you to consider donating to keep this show alive. But we understand that money may be tight right now. So if you can't donate, please sign up on our mailing list. We promise it's not too annoying. Thanks for listening. And now back to the show.
1: You, me, them, everybody. And for details on Monday and Tuesday nights at the Hungry Brain, go to
5: youmethemeverybody.com.